the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them. So welcome to the Instructor Podcast, the Green Room edition, where we talk about the latest news and the goings-on within our industry. And today I am delighted to be joined by Sarah Baldock. How are you today, Sarah? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, I am brilliant and even better to be speaking to your good self. I don't know if you're aware, but there's been some talk about the DVSA and standard checks recently. They've obviously released some more details around the standard checks and, and how they'll be deciding and sort of what it's going to entail. But I'd just be interested initially just to get your sort of your take on the whole thing, if you like. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a strange one, isn't it? It's a funny one. Um, I, to be honest with you, it's to my mind, I always thought they were doing that anyway. I didn't know that this was necessarily a, a, a new thing because I was always told by my trainer that if you take too many people to test that are not ready, then you could be called for your standard check a bit early. So I, I don't really understand why this is causing such a, a big Ferrari at the moment, and I know it is. That's interesting. I think that really highlights one of the problems in that it, the myths are the, the, maybe not even the myths, but just the fact that we, we didn't know mm-hmm. because I always assumed that that was a myth. The right. fact that if you took too many bad people and you'll be called into a standards check. Yeah. What I did know was that if you are bringing in people that aren't up to standard regularly and, and not necessarily failing tests, but failing tests badly, maybe even putting sort of the examiner at risk, um, you'd be called into the test centre by the, the, the head examiner of that area, if you like, and uh, the test centre manager, and be uh, be spoken with, if you like. But I think that's quite a key thing. And, and, and I think that's one of the good things about this. They've actually been pretty clear mm. about what they're doing. We're getting a good idea of it. And you said that it's almost much to do about nothing. And why do you think that so many people are up in arms about what do you think? I, I think it's the way it's been done, isn't it? I think it's um, it feels like we're being told off. It feels like we're, you know, we're, we're the problem, we're to blame, um, and we've got to sort it out. And I think that's probably what's upsetting a lot of people. And I can understand that. I really can. Yeah, I think that's uh, the one that's bothered me, if I'm being honest. It's not mm-hmm. the the standards check. It's the, you know, you're at fault for the, the yeah. backlog. It's like, no. And also for me, there's a little bit of time in there, in that if they'd come out now and said, right, in 12 months' time, we're going to start assessing you on the backlog. And maybe what they're doing now is we're going to postpone all standard checks for 12 months. Mm-hmm. We're going to focus on part three tests. And we're mm. going to focus on driving tests, put all those resources into that, maybe doing the engagement calls and stuff. And again, we'll, we'll touch back on some of this later in the show. But I think that that would have bothered me less. But like you said, there's it, almost a, a finger of, of blame pointed at yeah. us. Because I get the impression that you're not fussed. <laughs> no, I am. Don't get me wrong. I, I am. The only reason I'm not fussed, Terry, is because if it's going on the last 12 months, I've only had six tests in the last 12 months, all yeah. of whom have passed. And I think the most driving faults I got were four, four minors. So I, I'm sitting there quite smugly. Yeah. If it is just those, if you go if you go back further than that, then I'm probably going to be in trouble because obviously I've not been doing this for very long. 
So my record is not going to be as um, as good as other instructors. So, you know, but if it's the last 12 months, um, you know, I don't like standard checks any more than anyone else. Don't get me wrong. But I think that they they kind of they, they feel they need to be doing something. And this is something it's just that the way they're going about it and the way the wording and, and everything is just a little bit harsh, isn't it? It's, it's really like we're the ones to blame. And that's I think that's what that's what bothers me about it. Well, I think the, the way they worded their email this time or the, the sent out this week, it, it seems to be tweaked slightly, whereas the one last week was very much uh, that there's a backlog of tests and mm-hmm. as instructors, you're now contributing towards it. Yeah. This one, there's no mention of that backlog. Yeah. It's specifically talking about the standard checks. Now, I don't know whether that's maybe this was something they were putting in place anyway. So now they're just thinking, ah, let's not mention that. Or whether yeah. it's, um, you know, they've actually realised, oh, we shouldn't be as- associating the two. But, yeah, I mean, how would you feel? I know that you said you've had that good run of tests, which is, is great, by the way. But how would you feel if you weren't on such a good run? Would you be feeling differently about the... the yeah. That? Oh, yeah, totally. I would, I, I mean, I. the thing is, though, I've always been very cautious about who I take to test anyway, simply because of... Um, one of my very when I first went onto my pink um, license, one of my very first learners, um, I had a, a real issue with her. It was it was her mirrors. She just did not check anything. Other than that, she was a really really nice um, driver. And I can remember talking to my trainer about her, and he said to me, um, "You know, you do realise that you don't have to take her to test." And I went, "What? What do you mean? I don't. Have? And he said, no, he said, you're not obliged if you don't think she's safe. In fact, you have a duty of care not to, you know, get her to postpone. And in those days, those days, you know, it was only <laughs> years ago. in those days, um, we could postpone quite easily, couldn't we? Yeah. Be six weeks down the line or whatever and get another test. No problems at all. And it wasn't as difficult. And that was a revelation to me at that point. Now, that's not as easy is it? And so the pressure there to then get these kids through, not all kids, but to get these these students through is immense, isn't it? And we're we're all feeling that. So yeah, if I'd had a, a bad run and I'd had a few that had got, you know, some some seriouses or whatever, it would, yeah, it would play on my mind for sure. Yeah. I, I think you've hit a really key topic there in terms of pressure, because one of the things that I'm hearing from ADIs a lot, whether it's I'm seeing it on social media or people that have spoken to me, is this idea of people being nervous around tests and it's not our fault if they fail. And mm-hmm. and yeah, there's there's a, a bit of truth in that. But yeah, there is. Where where I would say now where there's a slight defending of that, it's like you just mentioned the, the pressure because if someone fails now, they're potentially waiting six months. Yeah. And like you said, back in the good old days, 18 months ago, you mm. could put your test back for a week. Yeah. And now you can't. It's either you do it or it's in five or six months. And I think that that's where that tough decision comes in, in mm. uh, for, for the student. So not just for us, but for the student of, right, what what am I doing here? Am I risking, you know, going for a test or am I putting it back and, and potentially delaying it and hoping to find the cancellation? But also the pressure for us of, hmm, do we risk losing this student, yeah. annoying the student, getting yeah. bad mouthed on social media, letting them down? Yes, I'm. I'm being very selfish in my perspective there, and you've shown me a good way. Yeah, letting them down because yeah, there is no as much as we're not. If we tell someone you're not ready for test, 
there's still a feeling that you're letting them down. That's a very, yeah. very uncomfortable conversation to have. So it's not nice. Like you mentioned then about um your your trainer telling you you didn't have to take them. Mm-hmm. If and I know we try and deal with this earlier, and I think we'll maybe touch on this later as well. Mm-hmm. If you had a student who, for whatever reason, come in towards a test and all of a sudden you're like, no, this isn't right, you're not ready. A couple of weeks from taking a test, you're not going to be ready in time. How would you have that conversation? Ooh, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, to be honest with you, I start that conversation off really early. I, I, All of my students know right from the word go that my car is not theirs to use purely for test it is there to help them um on this journey and so I always say to them you know look we will make the decision together but if I feel that you won't be ready for this test if you're not doing everything independently if you're not doing everything nice and safely um they know that right from the word go and so it's if you do that it's not such a hard conversation to have nearer the time yeah, do you know absolutely. what I mean? But it is really difficult at the moment because, I mean, around here, I don't know what it's like where you are, but we're looking at the end of January now for tests. That's that's the nearest that you can get. Yeah. Um, I've been quite lucky with cancellations for students recently. I did have someone fail. In fact, uh, in, in a moment, I'll tell you how my, my recent test results compare to yours. But uh, I did have someone <laughs> fail recently and they managed to get a, initially booked in for... Christmas Eve, which was I wasn't overly pleased with, but then right, they managed yeah. to rebook for August the 30th. Or, no, oh, August, wow. of, August the 28th it was. Right. Um, so that they got a stroke of luck there. Yeah. Uh, annoyingly, uh, a second student then booked on the same day at the same time at the same test centre. I'm like, no, no. you're going to have to put what yours back. <laughs> well, especially since I text and said, do not book on the 28th. <laughs> but yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, on that note, I am going to take a moment to set the table. So if you are listening uh, on the podcast version, if you want to listen to the full feed, if you want to listen to mine and Sarah's full conversation, you're going to have to head over to patreon.com forward slash the instructor to take in all the goodness and all the knowledge that we will be dispersing for the rest of the show. But for now, I am Terry Cook, or your splendid host of the Instructor Podcast, and uh, and I am joined today by Sarah. So, Sarah, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself and a little bit more about your driving school? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Sarah Bulldog. I am based in Maidstone in Kent, um, which is the southeast of England, Terry, if you weren't, if <laughs> you you. weren't familiar. <laughs> um, I've been um, an ADI since um, 2018, so not very long. Um and to be honest with you, I wish I'd done it years ago, um, but life got in the way, circumstances got in the way. My my background before this was retail um, and the job that I had before I became an ADI, um, I worked in a higher educational college um, where I was brought in to set up the college shop and worked in conjunction with the students. So I have um, quite a lot of experience of working with 16 to kind of I don't know 24 year olds whatever they were um and I've used a lot of that experience in in the job that I do now um and yeah that's that's about it really uh and with a sneak preview currently a better task, test record than me um, <laughs> Only this year, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah so you were quite nervous about coming on this podcast but you're already taking the mick out of me so you've settled in quite nicely <laughs> that was in quite well <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, if you're listening on the podcast version, head over to patreon.com forward slash instructor where you'll get access to the full history, the full length going forward of all these green rooms. I'm going to be joined by different instructors every week, as well as things like a standard check checklist, which I've got coming up, alternative routes, which are myself uh, giving different perspectives on other areas around the instructor industry and a whole host of other topics as well. So yes, patreon.com forward slash the instructor the instructor podcast with terry cook talking with leaders innovators experts and game changers about what drives them